And all the brothers and sisters said, Amen. I, mean, I love that you yeah, think we're going to punch finger, him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> and I ain't butt-chugging anything. We got, we got to do some content here. In uh, the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision. Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. How many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt some love here. I, 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 lo I love those head games of the two. The you got to weigh it's, all it's, your it's, options. It's so much fun. Nobody wants to go Lane Kiffin here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new week of Liquor and Leagues. Now it's been kind of a weird situation the last few weeks, in case you haven't noticed. We didn't miss an episode, but there's been a lot going on here in Florida and, you know, case even in North Carolina in case you missed it there happened to be a little thing called a hurricane that came through and so that kind of stalled the works we weren't able to get an episode out that week and then of course life being what life is it's just been kind of a shit show and so here we are we're back so lucky for you we're not skipping we're just going to double up an episode and we're going to give you week five and week six in one episode because we love you and we want you to know we care so before we get started gentlemen how is everybody doing yeah, mm -hmm. glad to be back. Glad to be motherfuckers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you got to yes, be happy indeed. after. Yes, indeed. After this last weekend of football, you got to be happy, Haas. You know, your special teams, man. Your special you know teams is no fucking joke, <laughs> dude. I told you, 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 every you, week, you, you joke and you jest, and yet every week they come through. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even uh, when they don't. <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, hey, the special hey, teams put up trigger. fifty points on South Carolina State, so your special teams is no joke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what special teams should do. That's it. Uh, I'm happy all here. Unfortunately, we do not have uh, Mac. And interestingly enough, currently in the standings, Mac is the bottom feeder. So I just wanted to say that, Mac, when you listen back, if you listen back, you are in the bottom of the standings. And that's at the bottom. Was it Pat McAfee that does his bottom 10? Did he put Mac in there this week? I think Let he did. Check. Let me check. You have to check. Um, so, yes. Oh, there uh, he is. There he is. <clears throat> so, we are going to be doing week five and week six. We're going to piggyback week five onto this episode because, unfortunately, we weren't here due to Hurricane Ian and some other extenuating circumstances. Trying to be part of the podcast. Fuck him. Yeah. But we, we don't, uh, don't want to leave anything out, and that's why we're doing this for our listeners at home. And for ourselves to keep us in check, just so we know where our pickums are. So let's go ahead and jump into the week that was was two weeks ago, and that was week five. So uh, we're going to run through that those games real quick, and then I have a question I want to ask at the end of that week before we jump into the next week. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and start at the top. Alabama, Arkansas, 49-26. Alabama just kind of rolls on Arkansas here. Now, going into that game, Arkansas was ranked 20th. Alabama was second. Uh, Scoreline? Where we thought it should be, 20 uh, versus 27. At halftime, around halftime it wasn't, but then right. I think Alabama just asserted itself in the and second said, half. Right, and said, bye-bye. <clears throat> this is you and my review mayor. Yeah, I mean, we all picked Alabama to win. I think we knew that was, that was the case. I just thought Arkansas playing at home, the way they've been playing, we're going to show out a little better. Uh, I'm they, not sure what happened there. They just don't seem to have – I know this will actually bleed over into the next week, but they just don't seem to have the physicality this yep. season that they had last season yeah but last season they started out great guns and then they kind of fizzled they they yeah. and maybe that's the same thing they come out of the gate swinging and they just can't sustain well is it is it too maybe they also don't have the depth they're used to having yep that might it's be possible i mean maybe last year they had a little more depth i just or you know the, or to your point of depth in totality like the season wore on them last season 
this time everybody realizes they're a good team and they kind of come a little more prepared. Right. So they weren't, they weren't able to extend their win streak as deep into the season as they did last season. It is what it is. Uh, all right. LSU Auburn 21, 17. That was a standout game. They really just back and forth. Auburn (laughs) LSU. Wow. Uh, 21, 17. That was a barn burner. Not that impressed with either team, Auburn. Yeah, I mean, right now you put LSU, Auburn, kind of Mizzou in the same bottom three. Of they're just slugging it out, like yeah. they're fighting to see who's not going to be at the bottom. And, right. and 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 I can't not mention the fantastic SEC shorts that came out from the previous week. The Miracle Center. I have not seen it. <laughs> oh my God, it's gold! It's absolute gold. I'll check it out. Um, and I'll I'll speak to it when we get to Georgia real quick of wh- how it goes down in that episode. But um, LSU and Auburn also, I think LSU calls in to the Miracle Center, and he's like got his combat helmet on, and he's in the trenches. He's like, yeah, we we, we need some help getting out of this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Um, all right, the Kentucky Ole Miss. This was the one game of Week Five where we didn't agree. I went Lane Kiffin. I think I'll go Lane Kiffin here, and I did, and I pulled out the win, twenty two nineteen. Was nothing impressive, nothing to write home about, but a win is a win, and so yeah, Ole Miss over Kentucky on that one. So I got uh, that. One yeah, in let's <laughs> talk about the, the I like freaking Will Levis yeah. getting the illegal shift because he didn't let the receivers set. Set, and they got the touchdown, which gets called back. He stripped right. the next play. I, right. I when I saw that, I just <laughs> I, exactly. I, I don't that even know what I did. I just like mother. Yeah. Uh, like two weeks in a row you've lost you've lost a game you shouldn't have lost because uh, it's a mamsy pamsy bullshit but again it's one of those you know? that for me last week the week prior you let me back in to tie you and, and, and then this the week five you let comp they, they, or you, they, let they, thor, they, you let thor back in they, they, they should have won that game look won. this was out i mean for me in week five kentucky Ole miss was a straight pick and it could have gone either way in my in my opinion the only other one for me that was a pick was south carolina south carolina state those were the only two, but it here did. Ole Miss paid dividends for me. <laughs> so funny, <laughs> paid dividends, and I'll take funny that win. So <laughs> let's move on to Texas A&M now. Texas A&M Miss State. I don't know what's going. I I I can't even qualify Texas A&M. They went into this game yeah. ranked seventeenth. They went into Mississippi State and got fucking shellacked forty-two yep. to twenty-four. Unbelievable. And and that's another one that surprised me. I mean, again, I thought. Well, based on Mississippi State's prior, prior performance, which wasn't stellar. Right. You know, that A&M had the advantage here. And well, number State one recruiting class, up. right? They got, they've got some decent depth. You, you, you think it's Mississippi State, right? Like, I mean, come on. Like, it's what? not like they – yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I know Mike Leach is a conundrum for people in terms <laughs> of the way he runs his offense. But, yeah, I mean, with all the preseason hype about Texas A&M, and they have looked – they're just wildly inconsistent. I don't even know how to re- – or not root for them, but how to bet on them week in and week no out shit. now. I, I, I think we're all in the same boat, right? Yeah. Like, they, they, yeah. barely, they barely get past Arkansas. It, I guess you could say they barely got past – what was it, Miami? Lost yeah. to Appalachian State. State. You just right? don't know how to get judge selected by Mississippi State, and then we'll talk about the coming up week where they, you know – they go yeah. could have could have right. easily potentially knocked off the number one team number in the nation. One team, right? It's, 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 what's going sense. on? And what's in the water? What's his name? Mac Johnson. Because um, Haynes King was not the starter for that game, if I recall. 
it was Matt, I want to say his name is Mac Johnson, but anyway, their their backup quarterback that became the starter, who then got his hand hurt. So then Haynes King went back to start for the the current week, week six. Well, Max Max Johnson was nineteen for twenty six for two hundred and three yards and a touchdown. Haynes King was in six for thirteen for forty nine yards. Uh, so they both did play in the game, but I, well, I mean, I guess there there is a, much a substance to my point that I was making, which is I don't. It's not the quarterback. No, the quarterback no. is not the issue. It's just whatever culture A and M's got going on right now. It is not consistent, and I don't know if it's prep. I don't know if it's scheming or what it is, but it is well, certainly generating an inconsistent product. I think yeah, the in only this consistency game, is the inconsistency. Yeah. <laughs> I think in this game, like first downs, very similar. Total yards, about 100 off. Time of possession, very similar. It was the turnovers. Texas A&M had four of them. And we've talked about this before, and you hear it all the time, pundits saying, you lose the turnover game, you're going to lose the game. Clearly, those four turnovers did not help them in any way. <laughs> That's an form. ironic number given that Bama had four turnovers the following week, yeah. but we'll get to that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, surprising there, Mississippi state just shelling Texas A&M. Uh, I'm going to go with South Carolina state, South Carolina, obviously the other pick them of the week, 50 to 10 South Carolina special teams balls out. Um, like they do every week. I oh wish you would quit. I'm sorry. You're right. Just le- give, give legit respect and credit where it's due. I and, clearly and need to, you guys quit, are like quit, four and quit two. Clowning. Four and one, four and two. We're four and two. Yeah. Uh, And so we come to the last game of the weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. Florida, Florida, Eastern Washington, 52, 10. No surprise. there, playing at home in the swamp against um, somebody. And uh, (laughs) so they, they get their 52 to 17 win. Good on you, Florida. It's about time. Uh, And of course, week five still has not won an SEC game. I might add, but then neither has South Carolina in week five. Up until week five, South Carolina and Florida had not won a game against an SEC opponent. So now we get to Georgia, Missouri, 26 to 22. Um, I'm going to so, let you talk about this. Well, SEC shorts, right? The Miracle Center picks up the phone and they're like, Miracle Center, you know, how can I help you? Or who is this or whatever, you know? And he goes, it's Georgia. It's like, Quiet. I'm sorry, who is this? And he goes, it's Georgia. And you just hear laughter in the background. <laughs> yeah. And then they go, uh, anyway, you have to see the episode because they start talking about other miracles that have occurred previously of like, did they actually affect the game or not? And, right. and the joke is, nah, man, we didn't do anything. That's just Mizzou being Mizzou. Um, here's what I'll say. Um, I know it was a noon game, right? You don't like noon yes, games. I hate, well, an 11 o'clock game, you know, in essence, right? No, I know. Um, was this a noon game? I thought this, I thought this was well, no, an was it, game. Where was that one? That was an evening game, and I was joking about it being a noon oh, game. Oh, no, it was an evening game. Yeah. I don't even remember. Because you bitched about the noon game when they struggled at the beginning, but then State. eventually won. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But and anyway, that's why I joke. I'm like, is this a noon game? <laughs> no, it was. Uh, no, you're right. I've been confusing that with yes. Kent State, uh, which was a noon kick. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I will say this about Missouri, um, and I don't know a lot about Coach Drinkwitz, um, and I think you would attest to this when we get into week six. Missouri plays hard. Yes. They should have beat Auburn. They should have, right? And they play hard the whole game. Um, I don't know that they've – I have to look back at who they've played previously. I mean, they're, they've played close games. 
they're they're two and three. Their losses being to Georgia, and as we will get into this next week, Florida. I mean, they could literally be undefeated right now based on the way they've played. They yeah. could be. <clears throat> yeah, I think they. I I I like their culture. Um, I know Coach Smart after the game said credit, you know, to to Eli. I don't know him well enough to call him right. Eli. Um, and there was a tremendous atmosphere there. Um, and they probably saw some things in the Kent State game. Um. But, you know, it is what it is. Missouri just played them really hard. Uh, Georgia didn't quite have their shit together, still looked a little sluggish, looked a little, you know, off at times. Um, And I'll, you know, evoke some comments that Stetson Bennett made after the game at week six where he said, um, we played really tight in the first half. This is referring to the Auburn game. And he said it wasn't until going in the second half we started having more fun and relaxing. And he said, and we got to get our moxie back. And so I, I kind of think that's what's going on. I mean, and, and here's the thing that we know. Being elite is hard. It's hard to win week in and week out, as we've seen with Kentucky getting humbled, Arkansas being on the cusp, we thought, and then getting knocked back down. It isn't easy to win week in and week out. And, I mean, you're going to get everybody's and best and you better show in up. The- well, especially when you're in the SEC, right? Because we, we see it every pretty much every week. An SEC team that we expect to win does not win. Right. Pretty much every week because you're going up against, again, like you this said, week, the elite of the elite every week. Twice. Twice yeah. this week, Kentucky yep. and Texas A&M. You guys, we all went Texas A&M. Most of the group went Kentucky. And so. I, you know, I, I, I can't remember how long ago it was, but Coach, Coach Saban talked about it isn't natural as a human being to stay in the elite zone consistently. Whether that's any type of athlete or performance, you can sustain it's for really, only so long. It's really hard. Typically, you you have peaks and troughs, right? Right. But in college football, you cannot have troughs. Now you can maybe get by, just you know, being just good enough. Because I'm also a fan of the phrase, you know, good teams or championship teams find a way to win. You know, if you keep finding a way to win and you learn from it, then you benefit coming out of it. But if it hits you wrong, starts to break up that that locker room, you lose your, you know, you lose your confidence, then it just right. unravels. Well, before I ask my question, do you think Kent State rattled him the week before? Yeah, I mean, I think they brought some I I think they brought some things that Georgia had not dealt with before. One of them was that I keep I don't really know the schematics of it too well, but it's called like an uneven front. Okay. Um, and I think, you know, getting into the Auburn game, I saw a couple of plays that they clearly had been watching video. video on that were like screens, you know, not quite screens, but like toss to the outside receiver, get some good blocking, and then they break out. Um, in fact, I mean, I want to say, you know, Auburn's 63-yard touchdown came on a play very similar to what we saw at Kent State. So, right. um so, yeah, <clears throat> certainly Kent State wasn't probably mentally what they wanted. And I think, you know, they gave them more than they wanted. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And the Missouri were, damn sure tried. They were expecting some, you know, backup players in by the second half. And yeah. they found themselves in a dogfight. And, and then it. But they won. You know, then, I mean, Missouri it was a potential trap game and they survived it. Yep. Not by a lot, but they survived it. <laughs> That's true. So I want to ask my question. I heard this. I was driving, and I heard this on the Callen 
the Colin Cowherd show and he, he asked the question and he relates it to wins and losses. He, and he said, there are losses that are a loss, but feel like a win. And there are wins, obviously, that feel like losses. Do you think Georgia, Missouri was a win that felt like a loss? Um, I don't know. Um, it, you know, it certainly wasn't what they wanted. And then I think, I mean, we've got the benefit of the next week under our belts, at least in terms of knowledge. We haven't spoken right. to it yet, but I mean, they went out and thumped Auburn the following You rebounded. Week. You know, an Auburn team that went into what, overtime with Missouri. So you Played LSU close. Yeah. You know, you would have said on paper, even though that's not really the way it works. And right. we all know X doesn't equal Y, Y doesn't equal Z, you know, um, so I, I guess I would just say the performance maybe speaks for itself to answer that question of had we had we seen maybe even more problems than what we saw. Now, we saw some of them, you know, but uh, but maybe some of them have been addressed. And, you know, now that they're getting maybe they had an opportunity to get their legs back under them. And, you know, next week being Vandy, it's like, eh. If there was a time to maybe strike them when they weren't in their, you know, in their best, best, best mode, it may have come and gone. Right. (laughs) Well, and again, I I think on the reverse for Missouri, that loss is going to feel like a win going up against the number one team in the country that week because they were playing them that hard, that close. I have to think for for Missouri that they walk away going, it's kind of a win for us to be able to do that. It demonstrates that we can compete at that level. I mean, if I'm Coach Strinkwitz, that's what I'm saying. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, hey, don't be down on yourselves. You're like, that's right. <laughs> you just beat, you, you just played them and almost won, could have won, just didn't yeah. happen, but shit. Um, and we saw this cycle. I mean, Missouri's had some good recruiting, you yeah. know, better than they've had in quite some time. So it's like they're missing that, that one piece. That I don't know what it is, but they just need something just to get them over the hump. And they could be right. Like I said, sitting right now, they could be undefeated. They just, they're not, it is what it is. So, all right. So there we go. We ran through the games of the week that was, was two weeks ago, week five. Let's go ahead. Now, obviously we're not going to make our picks, but we will talk about them because we've already made those picks for week six. That's done. Uh, Obviously based on the, what we've done in that week, I did get the Ole Miss win. So we are now in a three-way tie. At this point, we had 44 wins or I'm sorry, 49 wins across for the top three, uh, myself, Haas, and Grinch are now all tied for first place. And Mac, as the bottom, brings up the bottom. No, he brings up the rear. The rear. That's right. Um, so he will. He is four games behind right now. He's four games out of first. And as Mac said, he goes, "I'm I'm actually in second place." No, you're actually in fourth place because three are tied. I know how it works. Uh, so sorry, Mac. You're you're not in second. You're in last. But let's move on to the week that was. So we're going to go ahead and jump into these games. We've already made our picks. Uh, We are five aside here. The only game we all missed on, kind of surprisingly enough, Haas, for you, but we all whiffed on this, was Kentucky-South Carolina. So we did I'm glad to have whiffed on that. Uh, 100%. That was a win win for me. Either was. That's a win that felt like a win. (laughs) That was a loss that most certainly felt like a win. Yeah. Um, I like what you did there. So uh, actually, no, we're all, I could see this is me not being able to count and nobody's correcting me. Why do you guys let me drive the bus? Uh, So six wins. 
the one loss, Kentucky. Matt so, keeps offering and you won't let him. I know. So we're all sitting right now at 55 wins. Uh, myself, Haas, and Grinch tied for first. And then Mac again is the bottom at 51 wins. He is four games out of first. So let's go ahead and jump into these games. Uh, Texas A&M, Alabama. And again, what we were talking about in the week prior, Texas A&M, the shellacking. And then they come back and they play Alabama really close. 24-20, Alabama squeaks out the win. This is much like Georgia-Missouri. A very close game hard fought back and forth Alabama wins and I don't think they do it on the shoulders of Bryce Young right they've got a backup in mm, playing yeah, this Min- game. Monroe. Little, little, little Nick Saban trickeration yeah well Bryce Young had that injury from last week's game um, if you saw he took that hard landing with his throwing arm out and then he went out of the game um, so uh, or Jalen, Jalen Milrow, that's his name. Um, yeah, Milrow. So, I mean, I think Saban was, was it, was fairly transparent, which is rare for me to say for him about this week of Bryce Young is day to day. You know, I don't think he necessarily tried to keep the idea that he was in. <clears throat> like, I don't think he overplayed it. Maybe that's a better way of saying right. it. And again, in, in warm ups, he didn't throw a single pass. So there was no doubt as to who was starting. Right. And and again, you're talking at Grinch, you alluded to this in week five, everything very similar, total yardage, total time of possession, first downs, and we get to the turnover, four to one. Now, Texas A&M took the drubbing because they had four turnovers. Well, this time Alabama has four turnovers and yet manages to find a way to win. And Bama had two missed field goals. So, Yeah, again, I was surprised. It's rare you pull out a win when you have four turnovers and two missed And special teams doesn't show up. South Carolina can attest to that. I I was admittedly um, asleep. (laughs) And Doc Doc and I were trading texts this morning because he sent one after I went to bed. And he's like, oh, my God, this game's killing me. Um, Apparently, they had to make a stop on like the two-yard line, three-yard line with, you know, with this score. Right. And AM potentially could have won, could have won, but they didn't. They didn't. So there it is. So again, that's why they're just wildly inconsistent. And I don't know how to I don't know what to do going down the stretch, like when they're up against other teams. Just a few weeks from now, it's gonna be Texas AM South Carolina. Well, the way South Carolina's been playing, I'm not sure Texas AM's a guaranteed well, win. Then. And keep in mind Carolina's coming off of a bye. Yeah. So is so, Texas A&M. Well, so, so is A&M too. So I guess, yeah, yeah. But, well, but I mean, could. Could, could. But they've got a week off to right their ship, and you guys got a, a week off to get your offense and defense humming in line with special teams. I, I'm yeah, going to yeah. this whole special teams as long as I can, by the way. Dude, I mean, you should because they're fucking, they're a game changer. They've won them a couple games. I'd Except look. for last night. That motherfucker had that punt. I, I don't remember when it was in the game, but he had that punt, and it, I, I, I'm dubious whether or not it crossed the fucking plane of the goal line, but they called it a touchback. I mean, it should have been down like on the fucking two yard line, but they're claiming that as it came down, it, it broke the plane of the end zone. And so the, the punt ended up being brought out to the 20 yard line. But I think, you know, and that was South Carolina <clears throat> punter placed it almost perfectly, but unfortunately just a yeah. hair off, I guess. Yeah, but was, there was a blocked punt too by the special teams, was there not? Sure. I don't. I didn't watch the whole game. I don't. <laughs> yes, know. I'm. I'm fairly confident. Look, okay. Again, there you again, go. you need you need to give credit where credit is too. I am. I have. Have I not done it, Grinch? Have I not done that? Special teams over and over. Jokingly. Again. Hey. Not, uh-huh. hey. 
jokingly, it doesn't um, matter. Jestingly, all jokes, okay. are, all jokes Both are half truths. Statements are correct. Right. Look, <laughs> look, our programs right now are tied, bro. Like, we are. We're, we're, and and you know, there's no there's no guarantees that Florida is gonna gonna beat South Carolina. No, fuck no. Absolutely no, not. I, I, and and I the way A and M is going, there's no chance that A and M, you know, is going to beat a whole lot of South Carolina or Florida when they face. Right, them. exactly. I mean, shit. Freaking Vanderbilt's putting up good fights every week. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, will just for say, the most part. Real quick on the Bama A and M game: two hundred eighty-eight yards rushing, one hundred eleven passing, which I know was like something brought up to Coach Saban after the game. You know. And, and, you know, his comment was, it's not on Milro. You know, it's a team game kind of thing. Right. But clearly, when you can rush 288 yards, that ended up being the deciding factor, I think. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, credit to South Carolina. I think – I think – I don't think – well – did Will Levis play the whole game? No, no, they he didn't. Play. I don't he think did he played, I don't think he played at all. Did he? No, they brought in. Uh, they brought in a backup. backup. And that look, Sharon it, Lloyd. No, no it's Sharon or not something Lloyd. like that. Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Kai, Kaya Sharon. Sharon, yes, S H E R O N. Because he I'm was, like, I don't know who this is. Where's the quarterback? And they showed the quarterback on the sideline. Levis. He <sighs> was dressed down, so he clearly had not played. Well, I mean. Sharon's quarterback rating was a 29.5. Spencer's was an 85.7. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, in my understanding, it was a tale of two halves. My understanding is, is that obviously the Carolina defense held, held Kentucky in check for the most part because uh, Kentucky has that really good running back. Um, Martinez, is that right? I think that's Kentucky right. has Rodriguez. 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 Rodriguez yeah. and Smoke. Yeah. Other two. And, I mean, uh, he had 22 carries for 126. Right. Yeah. But I mean, uh, my, my understanding is he didn't have a whole lot of explosive plays. I mean, he, he had some around like, you know, the 10, the 10 yard mark, but he didn't his, have his longest run was 20 yards. Yeah. <laughs> so keeping him in check, I think was key. And then obviously, well, Levis not playing was key. But my understanding is, is that the South Carolina offense really kicked it into gear uh, the second half. And that's really was the difference. It was tied at seven at half. Uh, South Carolina scored in the first quarter. You, uh, Kentucky scored in the second quarter, and then uh, SC put up ten coming out of halftime. They, they looked both, in control at that point, and then they both got a touchdown in the fourth. Yep. And we end twenty four fourteen. Way to go, South Carolina. Maybe your season's right. way to way to outkick your coverage. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I uh, mean, that's a good win for that program. Oh, it's yeah, it's it a is. very good win. It's, well, it's one Florida didn't make. Notably, so. it's the first. It's the first uh, top twenty win under the it, Beamer era. Well, and it's also I, the first SEC uh, win of the season for y'all. I mean, right. Conversely, and, well, go ahead, huh? And one of the first times we've beaten Kentucky and Kentucky in quite a long time. I want to say since oh nine or ten, maybe. Wow. It's been a hot minute since we beat okay. Kentucky and Kentucky. Well, and I, I, believe. I mean, it's it's so funny how you can make similar comments for two different games, and in your mind, they're very clearly different statements, although it is the exact same, which is if you're Kentucky, I mean, they are not meeting expectations this season. And, I mean, who who is their other loss? Was it – I don't remember now. Was it A&M? Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Okay. Remember, remember Ole Miss? Miss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, because it was only like 30 minutes ago we talked oh, about yeah, it. It's, it's only like two weeks in <laughs> yes. a row. Uh, uh, you, can the wheels, see, 
the wheels I dumped it out of my bus. brain because I was so mad. <laughs> Remember, it was that. the whole Will Levis fucked up, didn't let his right. guy set. Yeah, but you know, it's funny because you know, Coach Saban was like, "Hey, we don't, we don't." They won, and he said, "Hey, we don't put this on Milro." You know, as a team, we got to win. Then I get to this game, and I go, "Yeesh, Ron." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to say you didn't help your team, but damn, I mean. Right. Quarterback rating of twenty nine point five. I'm curious. You're not really Elders helping your was, team now that I say that. I'm going to look real quick just for comparison. Because it kind of makes you wonder with A and M being up in the air. Now Kentucky's dropped two in a row. Arkansas is struggling. And Arkansas, right? I mean, it came out hot, white so, hot poker. It's 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 proof that Miro, you. He had one more touchdown, so his QBR was a sixty two point one. He was a three to one as opposed to a two to one right. similar yardage. <laughs> All right, let's keep this train moving. We got a lot to cover. Yes, uh, Texas A&M, Alabama, South Carolina, Kentucky. I know we jumped to that. Missouri, Florida. Obviously, this is much like Missouri, Georgia. Florida just couldn't ever seem to really get a grasp. I know they won the game, but they never seemed to just take control of that game and walk away with it. They seem, you know, every time they'd put up points, Missouri would come right back and put up points, and it was just back and forth. And I was just like, "Fuck, man, we're going to end up losing this game." Uh, I get Florida's in a rebuilding year, but at some point there are certain games I think you expect to win. This being one of them, right? This Vanderbilt, South Carolina. I'm just kidding. The you know, but there are you, certain. No, games. you can you can say it. I mean, historically, that's probably true. Maybe and, not recently um, not true this but... year. You know, so uh, so yeah, this was a struggle, but they ended up winning. Obviously, it's about finding a way to win, which they did, thankfully. But I think they they clearly have things they still need to work on. I'm not sure if Richardson is really – I know he has explosive moments where he can run downfield or he throws really well. And that was one of the things they were critical about is this guy has an arm like a fucking cannon. His problem is he needs to learn to put a little touch on the ball because he's trying to throw an 80-mile-an-hour pass at a guy mm. coming across the middle. And, and they're like, you can't do that. You've got to be able to just put some light touch on it occasionally. And he just seems, I mean, it's like a fucking gunshot when he, when it leaves his hand. So if you look at the stats of the two quarterbacks, um, Brady cook, 220 yards, he had two interceptions. So he ends up with a QBR 39.9. One for a pick six. was eight for 14 for 66 yards. Right. Not And was one, had one touchdown and one interception yet has a QBR of a 79.2. I'm very confused by how QBR metrics work. But either way, the, the quarterbacks were not the difference in the game, I guess, no. is the takeaway. <laughs> uh, I think, A, the, uh, I can't remember his name. It's the same guy had both interceptions, Jalen. I can't remember. One for a pick six and one he caught in the red zone uh, as Missouri was trying to score. He just came up with the ball. It was a phenomenal play, but obviously it cost Missouri seven, potentially seven points. Yeah, Jaden Hill. Jaden Hill. Yeah. Uh, you know, those two turnovers were costly. One for a touchdown and the other one prevented a touchdown. It was a 14 point swing between the two interceptions. So, well, and, yeah. And again, I mean, I guess if I'm picking stats that if you said, Word, I want to be better to show that maybe physically I won the game at the end, Florida had 231 yards rushing. Now, that Missouri one had thing. 150. <laughs> yeah, and Florida did establish their run game, thankfully, because as you have just pointed out, Richardson wasn't able to throw the ball, not effectively and not consistently. So uh, Georgia-Auburn, Georgia just, you know, invite Auburn in and spanks them 42-10, like you said. 
found a way to rebound coming off of Missouri, Kent State. Obviously, they they managed to right the ship in that week and go, we're not letting it happen again. We're not going to play it that close. So, you know, that's the Georgia we expect to see week in and week out. Yeah. Um, now, of course, you go, well, Auburn sucks. But I still. mean, the you know, I guess the couple of interesting takeaways is Georgia has not thrown – a touchdown and like 117 passes now. You haven't needed it with your goddamn um, running backs, McIntosh, and well, I tell you, the guy, or the, the the young man to keep an eye on is Branson Robinson because that dude is a freaking brick house, built like a brick shit house, and he is strong as shit. And it was the number one runner. He had his two two yards shy of 100, 292 yards rushing as a team. That's what filled in because I think Milton went out with an injury uh, fairly early. So, um, yeah, I mean, Stetson Bennett getting a 64-yard touchdown. Yeah, I saw that. He's just <laughs> running for his no, life. But if you saw the whole middle of the field was wide open, right. he was just like, really? He's All like, right. I'm doing it. Um, uh, but to he's... Your, the, the one thing I'll say is Robbie Ashford, oh, my God, you talked about AR not having touch. Robbie Ashford was, like, trying to throw 101-mile-per-hour pitches every like, throw. Yeah, and it's like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, and it got to the point where, I mean, if you listen to the game, I, I love Coach Newheisel, and he said it the entire game. He's like, as soon as he's pressured, his eyes come down, he sprints out left or right because that's where he's looking for an escape, and then he just rockets the ball, and right. you cannot do that. You've got to stay in that pocket. You've got to be disciplined through your reads, and he, he just wasn't. Right, and that's, where they, that's why they are where they are. Yep. At Auburn, three and three, one and two in the SEC. They're bottom feeding over there in the West. <clears throat> Continue to fall. I'm fine with it. Uh, we talked about South Carolina, Kentucky. Good on you, South Carolina. Tennessee, LSU, 40 to 13. Tennessee is still the Tennessee we think they are, clearly. Yeah, agreed. That was um, an impressive win. And Brian Kelly is like, damn. Yeah. Oh, 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 Coach O was over there sleeping with cheerleaders. I'm going to get paid to sleep with cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> The good thing LSU had that good year a few years ago, man, because they've looked like shit since Ooh. then. Brian Kelly, I think our conditioning is really good. Hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. Really? Is it? That? Is it? Uh, this one was a, another surprise for me. We're coming off Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Mississippi State just shelling them. They come back to Arkansas. They invite Arkansas into Miss State, and they do the same fucking thing again. Mm. I'm like, uh, Okay. Now I realize now at this point, Arkansas is not ranked. Mississippi State is ranked 23rd going into this game. But yeah, they just they put a beat down 40 to 17. So clearly they're coming on midseason. They're going to be Will, one to watch. Will Rogers looked fantastic. 395 yards, three touchdowns. Right. Total control <clears throat> of the game. And uh, Arkansas is just kind of being shown, I think, for what they are at this point, struggling. It came out of the gate like a rocket, and everybody thought, "Oh, you know, KJ Jefferson, and you know they're going to dominate." I won't say dominate, but they're going to be up there in the West. And I think right now in the West, they're dead last. If I what I sent out, they're dead last in the West standings. Interestingly, um, I don't actually know the details on this. KJ Jefferson did not play. Uh, Malik Hornsby was the starting quarterback who threw. Okay, all right. I need somebody to explain to me QBR. Malik Hornsby, 8 for 17 for 234 yards, an average of 13.8. Impressive. One touchdown, two interceptions. QBR, 98.2. 
somebody explain to me <laughs> how the fuck this works because Will Rogers had a lower QBR with 395 yards and three touchdowns. Um, perhaps, perhaps that's a typo. The metric total Maybe somebody quarterback. somebody fat fingered that? Yeah, total quarterback rating. The metric takes into account all of the quarterback's contributions to a game, including passing, rushing, sacks, penalties, touchdowns, and turnovers. Moreover, each play is weighted based on its difficulty, the context of the game, and the strength of the opposing defense. That's what they're using. Okay, now fair, fair, I guess. Okay, I'll take that back then because Malik Hornsby had eight carries for 114 yards. <laughs> Well, there you go. His longest was a 52-yard run. Jesus. <laughs> Averaging 14.3 per rush. Can, can I say that Stetson Bennett run that he had yesterday was, I mean, the wheels on that kid. I didn't realize. He's deceptive. He's, he, I, he, I, he is really a, you know, he's a mature man. And you, you just you overlook him because he's like 26. And he looks like an idiot. <laughs> All right, Sounds let's like move on. Yeah. Uh, and our final game of the weekend, Ole Miss Vanderbilt. No surprise here. Ole Miss kind of rolls on Vanderbilt 52. Yeah, yeah, but but can we can we seriously say though? I mean, Vanderbilt at times, Vanderbilt at times has actually looked like they're they're trending in the right direction. Now they're not they're not lights out. They're not. I mean, they are who we who who we think they are. But <laughs> there are moments, man. They're ha- they're having moments where they're, they're they're flashing in the pan of like maybe maybe this program, maybe they're coming up out of the bottom. Because I mean, I think in the standings, they're not they're at mid the table. No, they're right? mid table. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. When was the last time that they could say that? It's been a hot minute. Well, at least for two years, they hadn't won an SEC game in two years. Yeah. So they at least have one SEC win right now. No, no, they don't. I'm sorry. No SEC wins. They're 0-2 in the SEC. I'm sorry. They have not won an SEC game since 2019, I believe. I thought they had won. I was wrong. I misspoke. I apologize. No, yeah, because right. Because their yeah. first two were uh, were not nine. SEC opponents. Yeah. And then okay, they went like a line and whoever the <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, well, there you go. There's the week that was. Uh we all had six games aside, so nothing changed. Uh, they, there's still they beat, a three-way tie. They beat Hawaii, Elon, lost to Wake Forest, and then beat Northern Illinois. That's okay. That's the one they beat, Northern Illinois. How many out-of-conference games do these fuckers get? That's the problem for Vandy is that's it. <laughs> and so they, they run the, the gauntlet the rest of the season. Here's their lineup coming out of this lost Ole Miss. Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee. They don't win another game. Nope. Potentially, potentially don't win another game. Nah, not unless Mac has something to say about it. That's it. <clears throat> and then we'll roll. Over. Who would they? Who would they? Who would they win? Missouri. Missouri, maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Could happen. Um, and maybe South Carolina. Sure. Maybe. I mean, but- Vanderbilt put up twenty-eight points this past weekend. Missouri only put up seventeen. Auburn only put up ten. Kentucky only put up fourteen. LSU third. I mean, they they put up more points than any other team. Any other losing team. That's a win over any other team right now. Because with their 28 points, they'd have beat any other opponent that lost. So, I mean, yeah, they could. Uh, All right. And then we're going to run over to our Coastal Carolina game. Obviously, uh, Haas, the Buffalo, Georgia State. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia Southern. So, Mac and I are tied for first in that league, five aside. And then Grinch with four, Haas with three. Um, was that Coastal Carolina Georgia Southern game the same score? 
No, I did I not thought it was closer. It. I, yeah, it was, I, I thought it was closer because it. it Sorry. I, I want to say it was like a one one touchdown game. I really thought Georgia Southern was going to take him. Uh, I apologize. I don't know, man. The Chanticleers, man. <laughs> What's his name? Randy. What's his nuts? Has got him dialed in. <laughs> no, that's from ETSU, and he's no longer with him, if I'm not mistaken. I know, but, Ma- Mac is, but when Max around, wherever Randy wants his nuts, he's got him dialed in. That's right. It doesn't matter where he is. He's got him dialed in. <laughs> Give me one second. I apologize. He's got him judging wet t shirt contests and sipping margaritas. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there we go. Okay. And then of course they beat University of Louisiana Monroe 28-21. So they got that one. So we're looking at I mean, Coastal Carolinas, I mean, they're just they're rolling. Undefeated at the moment in the Sun Belt. <gasps> Yay. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the week that will be week seven. We are rolling into week seven in a slate of six games. It gets harder and harder at this point, right? Because there are fewer games every week till we get near the end of the season. So with bye weeks and whatnot, it, it makes it a little bit harder to gain ground or pull away. And then you have to be really picky and choosy about the games that you do choose because any pick them, you got to try to take advantage of it. We are halfway through the season. Uh, so here we are at the halfway mark. As you can see, Mac is already picked because Mac is not with us. So uh, we are tied currently at 55 games each. Now, according to... The rules, we default to Coastal Carolina, and I am currently, between the three of us, I'm winning that since Mac is not here, so I pick first. And then, Grinch, you will pick second since you are five. Haas will give you, since you are four, you will pick last. Because normally Mac would pick last, but obviously he's already made his picks, so we know what he's going with. So I will pick first. Just make this easy. All right. So our games for next week, Arkansas is away at BYU. Uh, Arkansas, I'm not sure they're showing me anything that says, you know, they're dominating at the moment. And uh, And BYU is a currently ranked uh, top 20 program. I want to take, hey, can you tell me what the, uh, what the line is? Two. Two. Are you, oh, you being serious? I'm being serious. (laughs) Okay. I thought you were being funny. No, um, no, it's 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 a pick'em right now. Fuck, oh, man, I'm gonna go Arkansas. Am I? Am I? For now, I'm gonna go Arkansas. Uh, all right, LSU, Florida. I'm gonna go Florida. Georgia over Vanderbilt. Definitely gonna go Georgia. Kentucky, Miss State. Do you have the line on that? Um, I'm looking it up. I'm going to go Ole Miss over Auburn and then Alabama, Tennessee. That's another interesting one. Alabama, Tennessee. Now you see Mac went Tennessee and he did text me separately and say, that's not a typo. I want Tennessee over Alabama. Bold move, Cotton. Bold. Move. I mean, you they're know, playing, I mean, they're playing he's in down Neyland by quite Stadium. a few. Hey, look, look, it's in the way Alabama's played. I don't think it's all that far-fetched, quite frankly. Especially with the way Tennessee's been playing. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, sorry. Kentucky Miss State. Yep. Um, Mississippi State is giving six points, which means they are currently favored okay. by six. So, again, it's another pick 'em. 
I'm going to run the hot hand right now. Mississippi State has impressed me the last few weeks. I'm going to roll Mississippi State here. Okay. Uh, do I do I get punished for that? Maybe, but I think, and again, until somebody can stop them. I'm going to roll Mississippi State and just see what happens. Obviously, South Carolina walked into Kentucky and beat them. I think Mississippi State, if if Will Rogers can keep doing what he's doing, they're going to walk into Kroger Field there and and they're going to put it on him. So I'm going to go Miss State here. Ole Miss over Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, uh, and and Grinch. I know you had stepped away. As you can see, Mac did go Tennessee, and he in in fact did text me and said that's not a typo. I do want Tennessee here. Um. At the end of the day, though, it's how do you discount Alabama, right? I mean, you can't really. Bryce Young going to be back? That's I mean, the you can. You can if they don't have the depth and if they're right. injured and if they're dysfunctional and if they're not rolling and rolling uh, uh, and pumping it through all cylinders. I mean, you can discredit them. True. but and The question is, really, is, that, is that where we're at at this juncture? Do we know if Bryce Young is going to be back or are they going to roll Milrow? Don't know yet. I haven't seen anything. Because that's going to be the one test right there is if they go. Um, Alabama is an eight-point favorite. <clears throat> and they're they're three and six in, in their standings. They're both undefeated. So this one's this one's going to mean a lot rolling into this. Yeah, I know you talked about, oh, Kentucky might roll into Georgia and both be undefeated. Well, clearly that's not going to happen. Uh, so this is going to be the big game. Uh, I'm going to go Alabama. At the end of the day. I'm going to roll the dice with Alabama. It's paid dividends so far. All right, so that's my picks. Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Miss State, Ole Miss, Alabama. All righty, Grinchpotamus, mm. we roll to you. So what would you like, brother? So Arkansas, BYU. Oh, boy. BYU is favored by two points. Two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sorry, they, didn't they just thing. didn't they just lose to Notre Dame? They're they're sitting at two losses. I'm not. I mean, man, a lot of people like to BYU to start out. Um, they lost by eight. Twenty-eight to twenty. Yeah, but it's Notre Dame, and Notre Dame looked like shit early on. What does that really mean? I'm though, going BYU. Going BYU. It's in Provo. Um. Last year, Arkansas played a lot better when they were at home, uh, but that doesn't seem to be doing them a whole lot of favors this year. That's it. Uh, LSU at Florida. Florida. Okay. Vanderbilt at Georgia. Mm -hmm. Georgia. Miss State at Kentucky. I guess I'm going with the momentum shift. I'm going Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Auburn at Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Alabama, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Bama. Gonna stick with Bama. Okie dope. And then we will finish up with Haas. Arkansas BYU, brother. BYU. LSU, Florida. Florida. Georgia and Vanderbilt. Georgia. Miss State, Kentucky. Let's come back to that one. Ole Miss Auburn. Ole Miss. Alabama, Tennessee. You want to come back to that too? No, I mean Alabama. I need to think about this uh, Kentucky Miss State. I, I th- this is the one that like for me is it's the I mean I realize BYU Arkansas is a two and this is like um anywhere between an eight to a fourteen spread. But I, I mean look Kentucky's two two losses in a row. Um, yep. They're they're not looking impressive. 
And Will wow. Levis most likely will not be back. I know it's a foot injury, but mm-hmm. how you know what does that mean? Maybe he's back, maybe he's not. Mm. And he has really been kind of their their yeah, anchor in the know, back as their quarterback. Yeah, and that's the problem. I mean, if Will Levis comes back, can can I think that changes everything? We get we get one uh, one. Yeah, yeah, you get a wild card, one, brother. One, one wild card. One was it one do over one uh, up until Friday. Yeah. Okay. So if you know by you know Friday night if, you know, if Will Levis is back, you want to make a change, you can. I'm gonna actually roll Kentucky. Okay. Wow. So this will be interesting. Mac is looking to move things and shake things, and he's going Tennessee there by himself, hoping to gain ground. Mm. I t- and I told him, I was like, dude, you got like six weeks left. You just need to win a game here. No, he's like, I'm going to do, obviously, I'm going to try to win a bunch of games right now and see what happens. Hey, man, it's a strategy. It is. Bold <laughs> move, is. Cotton. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, so, uh, okay, there we go. The week that... I mean, a bottom's got to do what a bottom's got to do. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? All right, and then we're going to jump over to Coastal Carolina. We would not forget about you, Coastal Carolina. Old Dominion at Coastal Carolina. Mac, I know when Coastal, I'm going to go Coastal. Grinch, who would you like here? And Coastal, we trust. Yeah, that's it. And Haas? Yeah, I, I took my shots against them, and, and it, didn't it didn't pan out. Off. I'm not. I'm not. I know better. I learned my lesson. All right. Well, there we go. So the week that will be, week seven is coming up. Our picks are locked in. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for Liquor and Leaks. I hope you liked our double episode. We got week five and week six in here. This will not happen again. You know, like I said, life gets in the way. Happens to be a hurricane and some other extenuating circumstances, but we are back. We are back full-time week in and week out to discuss SEC football, and that will continue unabated as we move down the road. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for joining us. Gentlemen, I appreciate it as always. Your hot takes, mm-hmm. your perspectives. And, uh, appreciate hey, you. Hey, did we miss the week? Yeah. It, I, I mean, yeah, it was weird missing a week, but it is yeah, what it, it is. Yeah, it was. And South Carolina special teams, may they roll on. Uh, gentlemen, may they roll on from your lips to God's ears. Exactly. <laughs> I appreciate you as always, and we will do this again next week.